Hey guys, it's Melissa here. Today I wanted to talk to you about choosing love over fear. We oftentimes choose fear over love in our lives in different ways. We can do that with our personal relationships. We can do that in situations. There's so many ways we can do that. But I had a situation occur uh, the other day, and this really made me think of this because I had not realized how much I sometimes choose fear over love, and that this is often what causes our blocks. You know, we don't realize that we're blocking our own abundance when we choose fear, and sometimes we don't even realize we're choosing fear. So I want to talk about my situation, and maybe there's someone out there who can relate. So as you all know, um, relationships for me have not always been the easiest thing ever. And I know that a lot of it stems from childhood and from having that relationship that was really toxic. It caused me to put up a lot of armor around my heart. And it's been a process to try to remove that and to try to have more of an open heart. And it's so funny because I can immediately... When I meet with clients, I can immediately recognize that they have their heart closed off or that they need to open their heart chakra. They have armor around their heart. Me, not so much. I'm not so clairvoyant when it comes to myself. Like, I don't always know what I need. So, I'm a firm believer in, you know, seeking professional help too. So, I go, there are people that I go and talk to myself because if, although I can see everything for my clients, I don't always see it for myself. It's like I'm too close to the situation or something. So I was having a discussion with someone and if this is through text, which always complicates things a little bit more because you can't tell someone's tone through text. You can't really tell what their intention is. And the, um, comment that was made to me just struck me the wrong way. Like I immediately took offense to it and thought it was something that was meant to be hurtful because my ego took over, fear took over, like my fear took over like that this person is saying something negative about me. They must be thinking something negative about me. And so fear took over and I, and then my stubbornness took over and I am a Taurus and and totally bullheaded. I will be totally honest about that. So my stubbornness took over, my ego took over because I assumed that this, you know, out of fear. Um, and I didn't realize that's what it was at the time, honestly. I just thought, oh my gosh, this person just insulted me. And so then this conversation ensued where I'm like, did you just insult me? And no, that was not my intention. This is not what I meant. You're reading this wrong. Like you're reading into it something that's not there. And, um, you know, my ego brain is like, no, you just insulted me. And I'm trying to talk around like, yeah, this is the reasoning and this is why and this would be insulting. And it went on and on back and forth, like stubborn, bullheaded people, like two people just going back and forth, like pretty much the whole evening. And it was the whole evening. Like I went to bed disgusted by the conversation and like vowing to never speak to that person again. And as I went to bed, I thought, you know, I don't, th- there's a lesson in this. Some, this is happening for a reason. I'm not sure why, but I know just from past experience, whenever something blows up for me, it's always a lesson. Like the universe is always trying to show me something. So when I went to bed, I just asked, I said, please let me see what this is really about. 
um, because I really don't feel like it's really about this argument. Like, I feel like this is so stupid. It's a petty thing to be upset about, and there's got to be something deeper here. So what is this really about? And when I woke up, it was like I had the answer, and the answer was just choose love. You know, just show this person compassion. And what I got was, you know, this is the first time I've ever gotten this message for myself, but it was, you know, you put up this armor and you're not letting anybody in. And this is just another way for you to push someone away because you would rather push them away before they hurt you than let them in and then get hurt. And that's exactly what I had done. And when I looked at it again, you know, I thought, what's this really about? So I... I decided to take a different approach. I put my ego aside and I put any fear aside that there would be rejection or whatever. You know, I just said, okay, just help me to convey what I want to convey in a way that is not threatening and that my tone will be taken and that is genuine. So I sat down and I just sent a message saying, look, I think, you know, maybe I did misunderstand your communication. I don't know what you were really trying to say, like, but I'm willing to hear you out and I'm willing to see things from your perspective. And it was like suddenly the floodgates opened and the communication totally changed and shifted. And I don't normally, I'm not an advocate of go to bed angry and don't talk to someone because I really, I don't, I don't think you should do that, and I don't like that, but it was just, there was no reaching any kind of mutual agreement yesterday. I mean, it was just like butting heads, and rather than escalate an argument, I just decided to detach and come back to it and take the breather, and it was probably the best thing I could have done, because when I did that, that's when I said, okay, what's this really about? All right, I know it's not really about what we're fighting about. That's really stupid. It's not about that. So what's it really about? And what I heard was you're not letting anyone in. Like you're pushing people away um, because, again, you're afraid that you're going to get hurt. So you let people in just so much and so far, and then you do things that push them away. And I know that I've done this in the past, not even knowing because I'm like an overgiver, right? I like to, and I just heard somebody say the other day, and this was like an aha moment for me, overgiving is another form of addiction because you like the feeling that you get when other people like that you do things for them, but then you start overgiving and the people don't react anymore because they just get used to the fact that you overgive and you become angry and resentful and frustrated, but it's, it's actually an addiction. It's a form of addiction to be overgiving. And I never thought about that before. And I, it made sense. It was like, yeah, yeah, I, that was me. Like I would overgive in a relationship, but it's a form too of pushing someone away because you give so much, even though that doesn't seem logical, it is because you give so much that the other person just starts to become bored and it's like, okay, well, there's no, you know, you're not challenging me. You're doing everything for me and it's not a challenge anymore. And it does the opposite of what you're thinking it's going to do. And even though we have the intention of like, well, I want this person to be happy and I want them to 
want to be with me, we're actually doing the opposite because when you're overgiving and it's like you're a doormat and I mean, how much fun is it to hang out with a doormat? It's not. And I can see that now because in my last relationship, he was constantly trying to find out like, well, what do you like? What, you know, let's learn more about each other. So I can see now where he was probably bored out of his mind because I was not challenging him. I just did everything for him. Like, well, I mean, you know, you know what I mean? I was trying to be an overgiver and that's not what men want. And so that was a learning experience for me because I had no idea. Like I totally had no idea. And this is what I've done my whole life. Um, and in this situation, but I, I realized too, where I was going with this was that it's kind of this also a way to push people away, whether you know you're doing it or not, you're pushing people away. And so for me, I feel like it was another way for me to put up armor and to keep people at arm's length. Because if I let people in, there's a chance that I could get hurt. But the thing is, you're going to get hurt anyway because you don't let someone in. So this was another way of doing that last night, of having this whole, I have to be right. And I'm going to, you know, I've, I've preached and gone through this whole thing of setting healthy boundaries. Yes, it's important. And last night I was using the whole, well, I'm just setting my healthy boundary and I'm not going to have anyone insult me. And, you know, it's really, though, it was a load of bull. <laughs> it just was. It's like, okay, he's not, you know, they're not doing this as a means of insulting you. Like, you've taken this out of context and you've, it's just a way for you to protect yourself. And when I woke up this morning and realized that, and then I made the effort with the conversation, it was like night and day. And the conversation was so much better, so much smoother, a lot easier. And truths came out and it was like, wow, okay, this is what happens when you let your guard down and when you don't let fear take over. Because I didn't realize that it's fear taking over. For me, I just see it as like, well, I'm setting healthy boundaries. Now I'm doing this. But it wasn't setting a healthy boundary. It was being a stubborn ass, honestly. If you want to be honest about, I'll be honest that that's how I was acting because I had that armor up and it's so much easier to not let anybody in. So I was really glad that when I decided, and I say I decided, the universe was probably sending me messages all night in my dreams because I had asked, you know, what is this about? And when I woke up, I'm, I'm glad that I decided to be open and honest and, you know, say, okay, I know that I may have overreacted. What is your perspective? And that's the thing. It's like we have to see things from others' perspectives. Oftentimes, we mistakenly believe that other people think exactly like we do when really that's not true. And most of the time, people don't think the same way we do. So you're trying to understand something coming from your own perspective and not that person's perspective. So they may not even be on the same page. They might even be thinking the same thing. And so often when communication breaks down in relationships, it's because we're not even communicating the same thing. And it, you really have to 
get down to the nitty gritty and say, listen, you know, what's this about? Because I'm coming from this from my perspective, but I have a very limited perspective. You're coming from this in your perspective. You have a limited perspective. We may not even be talking about the same thing. I remember I had a boyfriend in college and he was a very nice, sweet guy. And we used to fight constantly because we were very bad at communicating. And mostly because I came from a family who, you know, we were Democrats and more liberal and open-minded and his family was more conservative. And so there were a lot of miscommunications simply because we didn't have the same values and we didn't have the same ideals. And that doesn't mean that like, well, we didn't belong together, but it just made communicating a lot harder because he was looking at things from a completely different perspective than I was. So it complicates things. So my message today is just to urge you to look at things with love and a loving heart. Open that heart chakra. Take down those, take down that armor that you've built up around it because when you let fear control what you say and what you do and how you behave, you're going to have a lot of these miscommunications. You're going to have a lot of arguments. When you look at things from love, from the perspective of love, things get a lot easier because we don't try to force our perspective on everyone else. We realize that we have to see things from both sides and we have to come to some sort of agreement in the middle. And it becomes a lot easier when we realize that there's two sides, there's two perspectives. We see the bigger picture, not the here and now and what's just in front of our faces. So I wanted to pull a couple of cards for you to leave you with this message. I pulled them from the Universe Has Your Back deck from Gabrielle Bernstein. And the first one I chose is, I choose love no matter what. Hmm. It's like the universe wants us to know that or something. And the second one says, I witness the darkness and call on the light with my prayer. Thank you, universe, for guiding me to perceive this fear through the eyes of the teacher of love. So anytime that you get into an argument or a disagreement with someone, or you come to a situation that you just don't see a solution for, I want you to take a step back and think to yourself, what's causing this? Am I not able to agree with this person because of fear? Or am I not able to think of a solution because of fear? And if I were to shift my perspective and look at this through the eyes of love, would I finally see a solution? Would I finally come to an agreement with this person? And I think that if you take a step back and look at the bigger picture, you probably would. So I urge you to stop relying on your ego. Stop relying on fear to help you make your decisions. Start choosing love and you're going to see a whole different perspective. So I hope that you guys are enjoying this podcast. If you like it, please share it with others. We want to spread our light as far and wide as we can. Everyone needs to hear these messages. If you would leave me some comments or 
stars on iTunes or whatever review you can do. I don't know on the other programs exactly how that works, but that helps others to find me. And I love reading your reviews and I'm so thankful for you. If you're interested in learning how to shift your mindset even more, sign up for my five-day self-love challenge. It is like a little sampling of what a purposeful pilgrimage is all about. The online course that teaches you how to shift your negative thought patterns, get rid of limiting beliefs, set healthy boundaries, so many other wonderful things in that program. So check that out. The five-day self-love challenge is free. Once you subscribe, you will receive an email a day for five days, and each email has a different tool to help you learn how to love yourself more, to get rid of self-doubt. The first one has a meditation, then there's an EFT tapping, and the second one, there's a mantra that I created. So, so many things that can help you. Um, I now am also offering meditations on my website. You can purchase them, and once you purchase them, add them to your cart, It will take you to a link where the meditation is and you will have it anytime so you can listen to it whenever you want. I currently have one for chakra healing and one, the tranquility garden, just to relieve stress. And someone has asked me to do a healing meditation, so I'm going to be working on that this weekend, hopefully. And if you have any meditations that you'd like to see, please let me know. I'm always open to what you want or need from me, and I will be recording those. They're all going to be around $10 or so for you to purchase. So check that out on my website. Check out my website if you're interested in Reiki, a card reading, or one-on-one coaching. I can help you if you're feeling lost or stuck or helpless. Just get a hold of me and I can book a session with you and we can take a look at where your life is and where you're supposed to be and get you right back on track again. As always, I love you guys and I hope you have a fabulous day. Sending you massive love and light. Bye-bye.